Hi, welcome back. If you're short on time and want to get some insight into the core idea behind John Alexander's citizen story, then here are seven minutes of sound bites. If you do have the time and you're on a run, a cycle, a, a long drive, then do check out the full episode. It's an important idea that really needs to be discussed and embraced. And please, and ask from us, if you're enjoying the show, then please share it with someone that you know or follow us and uh, like us on your favorite podcast player or ideally subscribe to us on our YouTube channel as it helps us grow the show. Now, over to John. There is a, an overall, an overarching or an underpinning crisis that, that gives rise to all of these things. And that, I think, is the level at which I'm trying to work. Um, and, and, and for me, that crisis, I understand the meta crisis to be a crisis of story because I believe that we are trapped in what I call the consumer story, which is a, a story that says that the right thing for us to do is to pursue self-interest, to, to look out, to choose the option that suits us best from those that are offered on the basis that individual self-interest will add up to collective interest and deliver the best society as a whole. Like it's not a, it's not an evil, it's not, it's not an evil story in the sense of deliberately seeking bad outcomes. It's an evil story in the sense of, leading to bad outcomes and portraying itself as good. Uh, and, and that story is itself the cause of, of all, at least many direct cause of, of the poly crisis. So we, we have a crisis of loneliness and surprise, surprise, we have a crisis of loneliness because we're working from a story that says that we're independent, isolated individuals. We have a crisis of inequality, surprise, surprise, given that we're working from a story that says that, that societies are ladder you climb and a competition. Like, that's going to give rise to inequality. We have an ecological crisis, and surprise, surprise, we have an ecological crisis because we're working from a story that says we're separate from nature and should take from it, right? Like, of course we have these things. And what also follows is that we're not going to be able to solve those crises from within the story we're working from. I guess the other thing that's worth saying by way of a brief synopsis of the kind of the, the, the thesis of the book is that in this moment in time, that story, that consumer story is collapsing. What is happening as that occurs is, is two things. One is that a much more dangerous and much worse story is raising its head, which is what I call the subject story, which is essentially the authoritarian story, the, the God-given few know, who know best and will tell us what to do to create the best outcomes for society as a whole. That is the the default option. And that was the dominant story in human society for a very long time. And also there is another possibility that has also been there and is arguably the oldest story of humanity, which is what I call the citizen story, which is a, an approach that says actually the right thing to do is to get involved, to contribute your ideas, energy and resources to the pursuit of the best society as a whole and to encourage others to do the same on the basis that actually all of us are smarter than any of us. And it's, and it's precisely by putting together that collective will, that collective intelligence, that collective artistry, that we will create the best society as a whole. And 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 what I'm trying to do in my work is uh is celebrate where that story is is emerging um and provide a service to that emergent story by offering some language and making some distinctions in relation to it so that more people find it easier to see and distinguish and therefore step into. As individuals, I think the, the steps go first, like I, I like to play a game called spot the story. Like 
having named subject consumer and citizen like look for where those show up in your life when are you in those different modes and and purely by noticing you're 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 taking a pretty big step forward because you're not just unconsciously going with the flow of the story the second mm-hmm. step is to to choose home like choose a space a community geographic or workplace or or community of interest like anything really but choose a community that you want to you want to commit to and be an, be a citizen of and then and then find the others because like you the the, the whole key to this is is true agency is always collective it's not individual and that's that's another powerful lie of the consumer story because the consumer story tells us if we want to be good we've got to change all of our purchasing decisions before we can say anything to anyone else and that is the best way to silence a movement i've ever heard of so so spot the story choose home find the others and then decide together what to do first Um, And it really doesn't matter what that first thing is, as long as it's decided on together. We love to bring together multiple organizations. I'm I'm trying to, I'm hoping to be working on something with with Cranfield University, actually, to, to, to convene a group of commercial businesses to say, like, how can we do inverted commas marketing? in a, in a different way, in a way that is rooted in building relationships rather than just selling stuff. And I think that I'm super excited by where that might go. This is, this is all a kind of a, an ongoing learning experiment. I think one of, one of the things I love, I, I love about the work we're doing. And I think that gives people real space to find their place in it is like, no one knows how, like what I'm able to say, what we're able to say coming from where we are is no one knows what the future looks like. I get so hacked off with the, with the like, we have the solutions. We just need to roll them out. Do we balls? Like no one knows what the future looks like. And that is deeply empowering because that means that we all have a place in creating it. There's a lovely Brian Eno who wrote the foreword for the book and is just a lovely human and, a, and now a friend oddly uh like being made to the megastar but he he has this lovely thing he <laughs> says he says there is not going to be one highway to the future we're all going to be figuring out our way through the forest and that means we all need to be we all need our creativity like for someone who is like brian having produced bowie to you two to whatever like to be such a a, a star in the kind of creative firmament and then for him to be saying, no, it's not about that. It's not about the stars. It's about the creativity in all of us, I think is a really powerful expression of what this is about. If you start from a conception of people as citizens rather than as consumers, product price, promotion, and placement are really boring and really limiting and actually don't work because you can't, those are all things that you're going to define for people, not with them. So Purpose Platform Prototype is saying, Firstly, the first question is, what are you really trying to do in the world that's so big you actually need people to do it with you? You can't do it for them. Platform is then, what are the structures and processes you you create to make it meaningful and joyful to be part of that work? Because that's the task. You've got to make it something people want to get involved in. But people are participants by nature. So it's not about easy and convenient and appealing to self-interest. It's about joyful and meaningful and appealing to contribution. And then prototype is saying, we don't, it's a bit to what I was just saying. We don't know what the society, we don't know what the output, we don't know what the new way of doing things exactly looks like. What we do know is that we'll get the best if we experiment together and we figure it out together. 
Marshall McLuhan, the, the Canadian media philosopher of the 60s, and his, his kind of maxims. And, and he had this one, he said, first we shape our tools and then our tools shape us. And, and I've sort of taken it to mean like the story from which we build our tools will be embedded in those tools. And if we're not careful, then that will shape us back. And so, so for example, like when I first started doing this work, it was like 2014 and, um, and the gig, what's now known as the gig economy was then known as the sharing economy it was just getting started. Right. And, and all of us, I was at conferences where all of us were kind of going, this is going to solve everything. Like we're all going to share stuff. No one needs to own anymore. Like it's going to be more sustainable and more equitable. And, and look what happened, right? We, we built those platforms from within the consumer story. And therefore what they did is mm-hmm. they turned us all not just, they, they turned us into consumers of each other. The, the, the great promise of them was that they would replace every transaction with a relationship. And what they actually did was replace every relationship with a transaction. It's, and, and that is, that for me is the great danger of this moment of artificial intelligence. Like we're designing it from within the consumer story. Okay, that's all for now, folks. Now here's my ask of you. Please follow this podcast on Apple or Spotify or whatever player you use. Also, please subscribe to our new Random Collisions newsletter. We really are working to build a global community of action takers, action engines of people that really care about the problems that need solving. Thank you very much and see you next time.